Till I'm tiptoed you. Dot com. The podcast about pop culture, black history, and spirituality. Yeah. It's about to be a great vibe. Dr. Tip. Gonna take it away. Till I'm tiptoed you. Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Tip. Thank you for joining me for another edition of Tell Them Tip Told You. Would you believe I started a podcast just now and I deleted it because I just didn't like the way it was going. So let me tell you what I really want to talk about today. I really want to talk about um, how we define activism, um, what we do with it. um, And I want to get back to the conversation I was having a couple of weeks ago about black luxury and, and worth and value and stuff like that. So let's just jump right in. Um, now, over the last few days, we've had a number of um, celebrations in honor of some of our um, our activists. So Toni Morrison's birthday, Audre Lorde's birthday, Nina Simone's birthday, um, the anniversary of Malcolm X's assassination, um, Judas and the Black Messiah came out, so some of us saw that, and so we're thinking about Fred Hampton. Um, many of us are more interested now in learning about the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense, so on and so forth. So there is a lot um, happening now, which is calling us to think about activism. And I wanted to give my two cents here. I'm not going to be long with y'all today, because I just want, I want to say this and give you time to process it. Um, you know, I think one of the issues that we have, that we have had as a people is that the word activism connotes for many black folk a militancy that doesn't necessarily have to be there. And so many of us wait for quote unquote activists to do the work that we all benefit from as a people. And I think that's because of how we are choosing to define that word. Now, normally I would go to the dictionary. I'm not going to the dictionary now. I'm going to give you Tiffany's definition of activism. And that is any action which actively seeks to improve the condition of one's group and or community is activism. That's the definition I'm going to give you today. I don't know if it's in alignment with Webster's or Oxford. That's Tiffany's definition. You tell them, Tip told you, activism is anything that you do, any action that you take that is meant to improve the circumstances, the life, the wealth, the health, so on and so forth of your group and or community. By that definition, I want more of us to see ourselves as activists. Now, under the influence of some of my elders, I have long considered myself a scholar activist. But I don't necessarily know that I've taken the time to ensure that I'm meeting that definition well. So here's what I mean. Any position that we have, any occupation that we have, whether we're an artist, we're um, a lawn care worker, we're a beautician and cosmetologist, we're an esthetician, we're a mechanic, we're a con- contractor, we're an attorney, we're a doctor, we're a professor, we're a teacher, we, are, we own a daycare center, we're an entrepreneur. Whatever occupation we have, 
We should be that hyphen activist, right? And here's what I mean. Anything that we are doing, one, it should come from a place of joy. I think that's the priority. But two, it should be in service to ourselves first. And I know that shakes some of us because we feel like that's selfish. But it should be in service to ourselves first. And I'm going to tell you why I think it should be in service to ourselves first. And then I think it should be in service to the group, to the community, to the collective. Now, here's why I say it has to be in service to ourselves first. Sometimes we forget. There's an African proverb that I really, really like. And it says, when you are born, you are born into a community, right? Very few people, Now I'm not saying all people, but very few people are born into a circumstance where there isn't a community there to welcome them. Now, because of living in a white supremacist capitalist society, that is not true for everybody. We need to work to make it true for everybody. But two, for, the, for those of us for whom it is true, what we need to remember is that proverb not only puts agency on us to do for the collective, it should also put agency on us to understand that we are an integral part of the collective, right? So, yes, I'm responsible for making sure there are no hungry people around me if I can afford to feed them. I'm responsible for making sure there are no sick people around me if I know how to heal them. I'm responsible for making sure there are no ignorant people around me if I can teach them, so on and so forth, right? That is my responsibility as a human born into a community. It is also, however, the community's responsibility to make sure I am in the best position possible to do those things for my community. You see what I mean? It's a reciprocal relationship. And I think sometimes those of us who want to be activists forget that the community should also be doing for us. And it may begin to feel selfish to say, no, I can't do this for you right now. We agreed that I would do it at such and such time on such and such date. But right now, Tiffany needs some Tiffany time. Tiffany needs to receive some brain dumps from spirit. Tiffany needs to rest. Tiffany needs to eat. Tiffany needs to walk. You know, these that when the community allows me to take care of myself the best way that I see fit, then I have what I need to take care of the community. And some of us who have long identified as activists, overburden ourselves with um, the need to constantly give and serve and forget that we can't give and serve if we're not here. Robin Boylorn has a, um, a blog post, and I wish I could find it. I'll try to find it and link it on the blog. Um, and if you're on my email list, I'll send it out. But Robin wrote about how many of our black female intellectuals died early. And I truly believe part of it is what it means to recognize the toxicity of this culture, meaning the American culture, recognize the toxicity of it, actively fight against it, but forget to take care of yourself in the middle of that fight. Like radical self-care is important if one is going to be here to do for other people. Now, I said all that to say this. That message is only for those of us who are actively doing. <laughs> for the other part of us that aren't actively doing, I am challenging you to now 
Enter into whatever your occupation is with the attitude that, one, I'm going to open doors for other people younger than me to come into this space later or now. Two, I'm going to disrupt narratives of black pathology in this space. Three, I'm going to use the resources afforded to me in this occupation to aid the well-being of my community. I think if we can do those three things, if all of us develop that hyphen activist identity, I think we'll be better off. But there are too many of us who enter into our nine to fives and we never give thought to how those nine to fives could strategically be used for the development and the improvement of our own condition, of our collective condition. Right. If you're a school teacher, do you enter into that schoolhouse only thinking about the the students who are present in your room, or are you also thinking about how to advocate for public schooling? If you're a physician, when you enter into the hospital, are you thinking about caring for your paying patients, or are you also thinking about developing health care programs that could be implemented outside of the walls of the practice to benefit your community? If you are a fitness trainer, Are you not only thinking about your paying clients, but are you thinking about developing content that could be shared across social media so that your people in general can be healthier? Like, and I don't want, I don't want this to come across the wrong way. I think we should be compensated for our labor, period. Don't ever let that be said that I said you should be, you know, we should be fairly compensated for our labor, but the compensation should not be our sole focus or motivation, Right. We should be deliberately trying to improve the conditions of our people. Now, here's the other conversation that I wanted to have. As I'm saying, we should be fairly compensated. I want to say this. There are some of us who have not tried that new thing, who have not applied for that new job, who have not figured out how our gifts and talents could be used to create businesses. We've not done that because at the end of the day, we don't really believe that it will give us what we want. I posted on Instagram last night and it said, um, your energy goes where your attention goes, right? So if your attention is on the bills, your energy goes towards the bills. If your attention is on the stressors, That's where your energy goes towards creating more stressors, towards thinking about and worrying about the things that you're already thinking about and worrying about. But if we shift our thinking towards how can I achieve more joy? How can I set the environment to receive more wealth? How can I do these things? We forget often, because I've said before and I'll continue to say, that one of the things that white supremacy does is take a group of producers and creatives and turn us into consumers. And as a consumer, your mindset tends to be, let me go outside of myself, find things external to me, bring them back home and hope that they give me joy, hope that they give me health, hope that they give me wealth, so on and so forth. A creator, a producer's mindset is slightly different. It is What resources do I have access to with which I can build the life that I want? Now, pay attention to what I said about energy and your attention. If your attention is always external to yourself, looking for fixes for your life, 
your energy is always going to be flowing outward and putting money in other people's pockets, giving them your labor, giving them your attention. But as a creative and as a producer, our mindset shifts and it says, no, let my energy be used here. Let me create the things that I need. Let me be of service to myself. Now, I'm not saying don't seek external help. Don't seek external opportunities. But I'm saying that has to be balanced with some. Let me use these things to create what I need. Too many of us, you know, we take these online courses Um, We do the social media challenges. We do the health, weight loss challenges, so on and so forth. We're external, but sometimes we learn those things. It remains external and we never bring it home. We never bring it inside to figure out now how do we use that information to change our lives? How do we then take these building blocks and build something with it? So the other part of my challenge Now, the first part was for you to develop the hyphen activist occupation, right? The other part of my challenge today is for you to now think about how you are using the resources that are external to you to create something new, better, and improved for yourself. All right? So that's your challenge for today. You got your homework. Go forth and make this day, make this week, everything that you need. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.